Have you dreamed about opening a boutique since childhood? Maybe you have a store, but now you're ready to expand. Well, guess what? You're in exactly the place where you're meant to be. Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique Podcast, hosted by Emily Benson, retail boutique consultant, best-selling author, and a motivational speaker. In this podcast, you'll learn how to manage your boutique better, have balance in your life, and learn from experts who care. So whether you've been in the business for decades or you're just getting started, it's important to get help from someone who's been there and someone who's going to coach you along the way. So head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more today. And now, here's Emily. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm Emily Benson, your host and best friend on this journey through boutique land. I am always impressed by my boutique owners, my business owning friends who have kids. And I don't have kids yet. So I wanted to bring a friend onto the podcast who does have kids. She actually has four kids and runs a business to kind of give some insight on how she does it. Because I'm telling you, every time I see her on Facebook, she is like at an art show or a basketball tournament. And she always is so calm. Every time I'm around her, every time I talk to her, I just feel really grounded and really calm. And I have this renewed sense of faith when I speak to her. And so I wanted her to kind of come on the show and rub off on you guys a little bit and give some insight and advice. A quick mention here that the Booster Boutique podcast is sponsored by the Boutique Elite Membership. This monthly membership is for you if you need extra support during your boutique business year. We have an amazing library of trainings, meditations, and book club recommendations. We have an incredible community of women in our private Facebook group. And every month you get a free coaching with me inside our Facebook group via a Facebook Live where I am going to support you and hold you in your highest self so that you can be an amazing boutique owner. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to www.boutiqueelitemembership.com and you'll find all the details and you'll be able to sign up right there on that page. So I would love to introduce you now to my friend, Valerie Langley. She is a meditation teacher, a spiritual coach, a mom of four, and a woman of faith. And I called this episode Balancing Family and Faith in Your Business because I think that Valerie is doing such a good job at that. And I really respect and admire her as a fellow woman business owner in the fact that she continues to stay really grounded in her own faith and raise her kids in a way where she nourishes them and is able to help give them tools to stay grounded. She currently is doing a lot of work with women and kids in schools to help them learn how to meditate, learn how to focus, learn how to center, learn how to feel good using their spiritual gifts on a daily basis. And so I'm really excited to have you listen in on this conversation between the two of us. It's uh, definitely a beautiful conversation. So without further ado, I introduce you to my friend, Valerie Langley. 
Valerie, welcome to the Booster Boutique Podcast. Thank I'm you. So, I'm so excited that you're here. Um, I would love for you to just introduce yourself first yeah. and foremost. Hi, I'm Valerie Langley, um, mother of four. I am a self-development coach and I love to teach meditation and just connect people to the spirit or God that lives within them so they can like fully like step into their own power and have guidance throughout each and every day. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, you, honestly, ever since I met you, I've always been like astounded that you have four kids all under 10 or eight. They're 10, eight, six, and um, just turned three. Yeah. Yeah. Little girl, little girl. (laughs) And I mean, you're running this business with four kids. What, I mean, I have so many listeners that have kids even four and five and three. And yeah, I mean, like, what are you even doing to stay sane? Like, how are you balancing it all? I try to give advice, but I don't think, I mean, (laughs) being childless, I'm pretty sure people are like, be quiet, Emily. Like what, what can you give my people to like, stay, I don't even think balance is possible. (laughs) Grounded. Yeah. Uh, Well, meditation was what saved me. I swear by it. Like when I had three, um, somebody mentioned that I might should, pick up meditation. And I was like, Oh, that'd be good. I'm looking for anything to help with stress these days. And so that really just helped me to just before I started my day to just get centered, to get grounded, figure out what's important, what my to do's were and like where I wanted to go with my day. And I just got this amazing guidance to get through each and every day. And so I was like, okay, well, this is cool. I like this. And so that was a huge part of just my spiritual practice that I started as a mom And then that's made a big impact on my kids too. Like, it's Mm -hmm. so funny. My three-year-old, when she gets mad, and that's a lot because they're three, they have tantrums. And I'll say, take a deep breath. And she'll just, (gasps) and you can just see, like, so that is helping as a mom, help them to learn, which is awesome. Um, But the other thing is just have a grace for yourself and realize you're taking care of these other people whether it's one or four or more, like anyone with more than four, God bless you. Cause I don't know how you do it, but um, yeah, just taking time to appreciate what you're doing and the fact that you're raising these people and they're putting a ripple out into the world. That's huge. On top of like, for me doing a business, like, or whether it's teaching meditation or helping people with their self-development or whatever, like that's huge too. And I appreciate that, but it's, it's just having that appreciation for where you're at, at that time, whether you're in the mom role or whether you're the businesswoman role, like where are you at and how can I appreciate that? Yeah. So do you feel like you like turn it on and off all day? Like the business of the, like, is there a, a I think it's a flow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just, you know, cause I'm in here doing business stuff and then I'll have people knocking at the door like, mom, let me in. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like you, you can shut it off to some degree, but it right. still kind of creeps in. Um, so you just have to, I'm, I think I'm pretty easy flowing though. So it's easy for me to kind of switch in and out of those roles. Um, but I kind of have my time too, where, where they're at school or if they're in a, off. I set that time where I'm going to work and this is what I'm dedicating to my work and I have them taken care of. And then when that's up, it's up. Like then I'm mom. like, I'm not going to be answering people back and stuff like that, but that's just a boundary and something I had to do for me. So I wasn't constantly like mom here, but checking my phone to respond back to this person. So then I could be present with my kids. And then when I have my clients, I could be present with my clients. 
So does that make sense? I love that. Well, and I love that because I feel like in today's world where we, I feel very like expected to always respond. And Uh, so even I get caught up in the like, oh my God, I should respond to this thing on Facebook or that message. And, you know, even on the weekends, I get a ton of inquiries and I can see them sitting there on Sunday afternoon when I just want to check and I'm like, oh, just wait till Monday morning, you know? And like, I don't, like, I don't have kids. So I even have to set that boundary. But for you, I feel like, you know, do you feel like it's easier because you have kids? Cause you're like, I literally can't check or is it maybe setting the boundary too though? Cause I think I like think energetically setting that is probably important too. Huge, huge. Yeah. And I think it's for anybody. I mean, cause we could all get so consumed with it and we do live in this fast paced world. And like people expect us, you know, to respond immediately, whether it's a text message, a voicemail, an email, whatever. And then, you know, especially if you're trying to get clients and you're like, oh my God, if I don't email them back, then they're not going to want to work with me, which I've just let that go, you know? Yeah. And like, whoever's meant to be my client will be my client, whether I email them back today or Monday, like whatever day that is. But I think you do. I mean, your time is precious. That's the one thing that we all have this equal. Like mm-hmm. nobody has more time on this earth than the other. Like we all have 24 hours in a day. Yeah. How do you want to use it? <laughs> yep. Yep. And I just feel like while my kids are little, I'll never get that time back with them and I want to be there. So it's sure. just a choice that I've made that like, I'm not going to let that kind of overlap or run today. I'm going to you know, spend that time with them. And then when I'm working, I'll spend that time working. Yeah. And you've given your, yeah, it sounds like you've given yourself permission to, be flexible and flow with what happens. And you've given yourself permission, which I think is so beautiful to say no to things. Right. Well, as an entrepreneur, that's what we want. Like that was one thing I wanted was freedom to make my own schedule. I was a nurse for 16 years and I loved nursing. Thought it was great, but I mean, I had to show up at a certain time. I had to be there on certain days. Like there was no flexibility. Oh, there's a school play. Okay. I'm not going to come in today. No, that didn't look like that. You show up and work your shift and you miss the day. So that's one thing I love about, you know, being an entrepreneur is I want to take a day off. I take a day off. Mm -hmm. I don't want to answer an email. I don't answer an email. (laughs) I love it. Well, and I think, you know, I think people listening are going to say, okay, so she told us to meditate, but she has four kids. When the heck did she do that? (laughs) Like, how does that work? Because I want to implement that. And that's one of the things I want all my listeners to like kind of come away with is things they can implement. So like, how did you fit it in? So I got up early. I mean, not that much early. I'd set my alarm for five or 10 minutes earlier than say, say you're getting up at six. You just get up at 550. Okay. I like to do it before they, they hit the floor because when they hit the floor, it's like game on and, and you yeah. can't sit there and try to zen out with like cartoons or somebody asking for breakfast or whatever. So I would get up, I would just take my 10 minutes, do my meditation, get myself ready for the day. And then I felt like I could be a better mom, a better wife, a better coach, better, whatever I was going to be that day. Um, and I still do that. Like, I don't beat myself up. Like sometimes they wake up before me and, you know, it's just kind of, it happens. But, you know, I either say, well, mom's going to have her quiet time now and you get a pair of earplugs or you put in your headphones and turn yep. on music so you don't hear everything. Um, or you can also do it before, you know, before you go to bed. I think you mm-hmm. have to find what works for you. Some moms may want to drop their kids off and then be like, Whew. you know, they're at school. Now I'm going to take 10, 15 minutes. Even myself. in the car, probably, right? Like even oh. in the parking lot, go park in the corner, lock the doors and 
Right. And just close your eyes. Yeah. That's yeah. And the world's under. And I've got um, some free meditations on my website. So if anyone's interested for like a guided meditation, you can definitely like go there, sign up for that. And you don't have to do anything except listen, like breathe, Perfect. You know, walk you right through it. Um, just some things that help me, you know. Perfect. Okay. So we'll put that in the show notes for anyone that's looking for that link. So we'll link to your website there. And that was going to be my question actually was, are you a guided meditation? Are you a music? Are you a quiet? Like what's your style for me? For personally, I like, I've done, I like guided meditations. I think there's some definite value in that because, um, when I'm doing it myself, I have kind of what I think I want to do. And then sometimes my imagination just kind of runs off and the to-do um, list start maybe they, well, kind of that, but it's, it's kind of just rant. Sometimes it's really fun to let that happen because there's some crazy stuff that comes up and you're like, Oh my God, this might work. Like I'm going to do this with my business or whatever. But yeah, they're definitely the to-do list come, but the to-do list come, you just put them on a cloud and push them away and they'll be there when you're done with your meditation because Good one. that's constant. And you're not supposed to stop thinking. Like that's a of big misconception yeah. that you're just supposed to like clear your mind of everything. Well, no, <laughs> you're just supposed to declutter a little bit. I think, you know, because yes. you know, as a mom and, um, I mean, there is, there's always just stuff the kids need to do, stuff I need to do, a grocery list, you know, what needs cleaning, what needs picking up, like this, that, and the other. So it's just like, put all that on hold, put that out here, and then I'm going to focus on me. And that's like self-care right there. Just taking care of yourself, filling your cup up first before you can go give to others. And I think, especially as women and moms, how much do we give, 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 but what, what do we really take for ourselves? It's probably not enough. Mm-mm. So I don't think that so. 10 minutes, I'm kind of selfish about that. Like I get cranky if you mess up my meditation time, <laughs> like talk on it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's huge. Um, I also, you know, one of the things that we have connected on to, I think is this like bridging spirituality meditation with your like Christian beliefs growing up in, you know, in Georgia and like being in the Bible in Belt. The, in the volleyball, you know, I, I can imagine, you know, I grew up in liberal Massachusetts. Like there's right. a lot of, you know, it's a totally different world. We've talked right. about this so much, but what, like, how did you start to, so you started with meditation and then like, how did you start to reconcile that with your faith and with like church and kind of like just how you were brought up. Like I just, that is so fascinating to me. And I know so yeah. many of my listeners are Christian and, or, or other religions or that, spiritual. you know, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, how do you bridge what you've learned growing up with sort of some of this, like, I hate calling it new age, but I know, this, that's exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this newer yeah. modern version of spirituality, like how does it all connect for you? And, and, and where, where do you take it? You know, so it does make sense in your brain. Right, which um, that's an evolving process. But um, what's kind of connected the two for me was when I would meditate, I started feeling this vibration in my stomach. And I realized that whenever I was in church or if I was really just praying really hard for somebody or about something, I got that same kind of just vibration. And so one day when I was meditating, I felt that and I was like, hmm, there's something here to this. And what I realized for me is, it's my connection to God, wherever I'm at, whether I'm at church, whether I'm outside, whether I'm all, I was really just focusing on my divine connection. And that mm. is like that vibration in my stomach. And so I just knew there was something really powerful there. And that's honestly one of the reasons I fell so in love with meditation is it was 
every day I could have that every day I could have that connection, that guidance that, you know, just filling myself with spirit, or, you know, cause we are so worldly. We get so focused on go, 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 but focusing on what God wants for us. How, how much do we sit and do that? Well, meditation, we get really clear on that. I feel like, um, which mm-hmm. is awesome. And it's just, it's like, for me, it's, it's just a personal journey and personal guidance system. Like my inner GPS right there, I can tap into every day, anytime I want. And it's crazy. Like I will be driving down the road and feel like, Oh, I need to stop and get milk. And I feel like that's my guidance system saying like, this is going to make your life easier if you just stop in here right now while you don't have kids. And there's been times I'm like, no, I don't need to do that. And then we get home and dang, if we don't have milk and they want cereal or they want something, it's just like, why didn't I listen to that little nudging right there? And there's little things throughout, I feel like the day in our lives that if we'll just pay attention, it makes our life so much smoother. But how often do we just shrug that off? Like, oh, I don't need that. I don't need to do that. So to me, that's kind of been my, um, my connection to those two. And then just, I mean, I feel so much better, like having a more spiritual, I feel just great. I feel like there's a purpose in my life here. I'm not just on this planet, just walking around. Like we've got a greater purpose and we all have that everyone here. And so I've just got more clarity, I guess, from that. Mm. I loved at the retreat we were at together where you were teaching, Christian biblical meditation, right? You taught <laughs> right. biblical meditation, which was great because I was sitting there and I was like, oh, this is just like a normal meditation. Right. And we pulled Jesus cards after and, and it was, you know, you said something I found so beautiful where you said, um, praying is talking to God and meditating is listening to God. Right. And that hit home with me so much and and whether you want to exchange god for the universe or your right right like whatever you want to insert there it was so beautiful like i I remember i wrote it down i was like this is a gem like yeah wow and it just connected it for me like where it was because i pray i manifest you know i'm writing in my journal things that i want and things that i want to think about i'm praying for people all the time you know right praying for our world but so how does that connect to meditation and that just it does it's true (laughs) yeah and how often do we talk you know all the time you know and praying still talking like to get quiet and listen and it's because it gets kind of scary sometimes we're afraid of what we might hear (laughs) but I tell my kids all the time God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason we're supposed to listen more than we talk and we don't yes. take that time as a culture to sit and listen and to just yes. be still with ourselves. Yes. Yes. So, well, um, and that's what really develops the in tune with your own body and knowing what's right for you and knowing that, I mean, I have that happen all the time where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't do this or I should do that. I mean, we'll be walking around here and like, I'll just, Greg will want to do something and I'll be like, my brain goes, I don't want to do that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to actually go do this other thing. And I'm so much happier because I find out what he did. And I'm like, oh God, I would have <laughs> never wanted to go to that coffee shop or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, it really is that tuning into yourself. And, and it's almost like a gut feeling. Like you just have a gut feeling about something. Like that's yeah. that nudge that, yeah. yes, this is right or no, mm-mm, that's not, 
what you need to do. Yeah. It's like, and I think they, I mean, it's mom's intuition or right. women's intuition or whatever those things, but I think we all have it. Doesn't absolutely think it matters the gender or whatever. I mean, do you find teaching your kids this practice of like really listening to their bodies and listening to what pops in their head, like has kind of helped them go throughout their day a little bit easier? For sure. And when they're having a hard time, it, teaching them how to cope with it. And like, we're not supposed to not have hard days. Like that's just going to be a part of life. Like you're not just going to breeze through, but to have the tools to get you through those hard days is huge. And whether it's breathing, connecting, um, you know, positive affirmation, like there's so many things, small little tweaks that you can do and teach that makes a huge, like my son was having a hard time on the playground and he felt like nobody wanted to play with him or whatever. And I said, I'm going to tell you a secret. I want you to just say it in your head. You don't have to say it out loud. When you walk out on that playground, I want you to say, everything is always working out for me. And just repeat that. Everything is always working out for me. And that's like one of my favorite affirmations. Like yeah, I, just, me too. I love to say that. And he came home. He's like, mom, that worked. It's like, I had the best day on the playground. And a lot of it's just our mindset and just our connection that we need to faith. It, it, it kind of comes back down to your faith, believing that there's a bigger picture at hand and you know, another universe is helping. Um, but yeah, but you believe that, that there's going to be this bigger power that's going to help you. It's not just you on your own. And so I love that he can learn little things like that that can help him have a really good day. Yeah. How old is he? So he is um, just turned eight. Wow. So yeah, that's such grade. a hard time. Yeah. yeah. Second grade. I mean, he's kind of finding his place and yeah, you know, they're picking teams to do this or that. And then you know, he loses self-confidence and, but I mean, yeah. then he gains it back. They gain it quickly too. But yeah. Um, I think I love these tools that. are huge. Yeah. And yeah. then you know, stopping the day or ending the day with like a meditation or gratitude, just going around talking about what are we thankful for? That's mm -hmm. a huge like spiritual practice, you know, not necessarily meditation, but just that whole connection thing. Like, I'm so thankful that God put this in my life today. Yeah. God, I love that you're teaching this to your kids. It's just, we think so much about like, you know, everything that's happening in your world. And, and really it's like our kids who are going to change everything. You know, we already see it happening in so many ways with teenagers and standing up for themselves and, you know, creating these positive changes, giving them, giving your kids these tools and, and role modeling an example of what life can be when you have your toolbox really well equipped. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And I love to learn new tools and I love to teach new tools. Um, so yeah. I think it's so important. And my kids' school has been great. Like they've had me come and teach meditation at the school with their kids. And so that's always fun, you know, I mean, just to open them up to it. And some of them are totally into it. And some of them are just like looking around the room, like when can we move again? <laughs> But I feel like at least they're being exposed to this and, you know, yeah. Yeah. And I love the idea of the toolbox. Like, I feel like for me, I've been slowly building my, my toolbox of things. Like even I know you work with essential oils. Like I feel right. like essential oils have been a huge part of my journey and I use them when I need a little pick me up or when I need yeah. a little calm me down and yeah. you know things like that it's just adding those things into your life where you can to slow down get grounded and feel like okay time isn't flying by right like that's the one thing I hear about with moms especially you know I scroll through my Facebook feed and 
everyone, I think someone every day is like posts a picture <laughs> of their kid and says, time, please slow down, you know? And I think it sounds like what you're doing with your kids is you are actually taking the time during the day to slow time down so you and can be present with the them. Moment. Right. Because I can honestly say, I don't want them to grow. I don't wish them to grow up. But I look right. forward <laughs> to seeing like them as grown-ups. Yeah. You know, and seeing how, um, yeah, how they leave their mark on the world. I think that's great. And just hoping that I'm doing all that I can to help that mark to be bigger and better. Yeah. You know, each day. Yeah, I love that. So, and just teaching them to be kind, compassionate people because the world needs more of that. Yes. <laughs> so, so I would love for you to give just a couple more tools that you can think of for my Christian listeners or my, and, and, you know, here, if you're yeah. not Christian and you want to expound this into your own religion or your own faith system that you were brought up with, like, I would love for you to give some ideas on how to bridge the gap between like your daily spiritual practices and like integrating that, like, we don't just have to go to a place to have this experience. We right. can really bring it into our daily life. And that's going to actually help us overall have sure. a better life. Right. And I'm first, I'm going to say, Jesus is like my person. Like, I love Jesus. Like, <laughs> yes, we, we're tight. Um, and I think, I mean, he, we have so much to learn from Jesus. Like, yeah. I just, he meditated for one. <laughs> like, you know, he used essential oils, frankincense and myrrh. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot. And what I've learned is you can go reference a lot of these spiritual practices. They're pretty much all in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I know I've got, being from Georgia, a lot of people are like, oh, meditation, that's kind of woo-woo or this. And I'm like, if you look this stuff up, it's all throughout the Bible. And like my favorite, favorite Bible verse is um, Matthew 22. And it just, the, some people were trying to trip up Jesus and try to get him to say something that was contradictory. And so they were talking about the 10 commandments and they were like, well, what is the, the most important rule? Like, okay, if you got these 10, what are you going to tell me? And he said, you know, first love God with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind. Well, that's a huge thing for us all. Like it's not meant to just be one or the other. It's supposed to be mind, body, soul. So I'm big and you've got to have those three components together. So that kind of affirms that for me. And then he said, second, love yourself or love your neighbor like you love yourself, which that's got two things. So we're supposed to love ourselves first of all, which I don't think anybody's taking a whole lot of time out of the Bible and been like, you're supposed to love you, <laughs> you know, and then um, love your neighbor, like kindness, like that's mm. such a big, huge thing and compassion. Like, how would you love yourself? Love your neighbor that way. And then he says on these two things, hang every law and every prophet. So basically when you boil it down to like, all we need is love. We're supposed to love. We're supposed to love God. We're supposed to love ourselves. We're supposed to love each other. So those things are so simple yet so profound, I think. And that's like my favorite, just like, that's like my foundation, I feel like for this. And I love to do like a meditation with like a Bible verse or whatever. It's kind of amazing the insight that comes. And you know, you talked about the Jesus cards. I pulled a card today. So here are these Doreen Virtue Jesus cards. I love them. And you can get these at like any spiritual store online, probably. um, I got these, I think. Yeah. I don't know if I got them from her, like on Amazon somewhere. Perfect. Or Hay House. I think it was Hay House. So it's just like a deck of cards. And so some mornings before I meditate, I'll just pull a card and I'm just like, you know, God, show me what I need to know today. And so for us, I was like, well, this podcast, you know, what do you want to tell us? And it was 
whatsoever you shall ask and ask the father in my name, he will give it to you. And I think that's kind of goes like ask or seek and you shall find like ask and it will be given. We get caught up on when's it coming on my time <laughs> instead of God's going to do this when you're you know perfect and ready. And when he's perfect and ready, not, mm. I need this tomorrow, God. So could you, you know, deliver that? Yeah. Or like humanly need for control over time and things that we can't trust and trusting and having that faith, which I have a gift in faith, which I have learned. I thought everybody just had this massive faith. And I mean, I just walked around thinking everybody just believed and it was so easy, but I've learned through clients and, you know, just talking to people, it's not always that easy for everybody Yeah, to just trust it's all going to work out and literally like let go surrender to that surrender. surrender. I mean, My mentor, Gabby Bernstein, all the time. Oh. Once you think you've surrendered, surrender some more. more. Exactly. It's a <laughs> like, beautiful, woof. beautiful quote. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's that whole idea of being okay when things don't happen exactly on your timeline, but trusting in the process and trusting And that it's that. for you. Yeah. And if it's not it's for you, something for you. better will show up or something different will show up that you didn't even see coming your right. way, you know? Because if you would have gotten what you asked for, this never could have happened. Yes. Right. Oh God. It's just, oh my God. So but much I love faith. to say like, we're like looking on a deck out at our, our life and then God's up here like with a bird's eye view. You can see the whole picture of the map of what's going to happen. I love it. I love this whole conversation. You just, you always root me back into my faith and my spirituality. And like, it's just always such a good reminder. Cause I am the person who will like work, 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 work. And then be yeah. like, what, you know, what's going on? <laughs> Even though like I am a spiritual teacher myself and teach my, you know, it's yeah. just like, it's so good and I don't to connect think you have with to other have people. One or the other. You don't have to just be spiritual or just be Christian. Right. Like that for me, I think it was, you know, when I was, before I kind of went on the spiritual path, I'd always been religious, quote unquote, I'd always gone to church and Bible studies and all that. And then I did this whole religious, uh, spiritual thing. And I thought, well, I can't do the whole Bible thing and this thing. And so then I've kind of come back like, yeah, you can have it all. You can do it all. You can merge these two because they're honestly the same lessons. It's just a matter of how do you want to learn them? What resonates with you more? Like, so good. So, yeah. Just come, so back good. <laughs> come back to love. Come back to love. So I have two ending questions that I ask everyone on the podcast. Um, so the first, actually, before we do that, where can we find you on the internet so that if people want to connect with you and, sure. you know, follow up with you, where, where can people do that? So on um, Instagram's my favorite. Like I love Perfect. that. And it's Valerie Langley 22. And then um, I'm also on Facebook at Valerie Langley. So that's easy. Yeah. And then I've got a website, ValerieLangley.com. Perfect. We will link yeah. everything in the show notes. Yeah. We'll link to your free meditations too. I think that's such a good resource for people. Yeah. And um, I'm going to start doing some for kids that I put out there because I've had a lot of people yes. ask that. Good. So I'm just going to record some of those that you can use with your children too. Yeah. Good. So once we're on your email list, we'll get those. Yeah. We'll get the notification. Yeah. I love that. Um, so my last two questions. So first of all is, um, what was your favorite item you ever bought from a boutique, which I know you're a boutique shopper. So I do. I love boutiques. That's, um, man, I feel like it's jewelry yeah. because they have, especially here in Athens, it's just kind of a crafty place. There's just some handmade, like I love getting local artists, jewelry or, you know, 
doesn't have to be like love, but just handmade, like really thought was put into that. You can feel like the energy, the love that's in that. And yeah. um, like I have a gold bracelet. It's a leaf bracelet. It's a cuff. Um, that I absolutely love. And every time I wear it, I just think about what went into that, like how she molded that metal into her. Like, it's just such a neat, just feels good. I love that. And, yeah. Well, it so speaks to, like, yeah, I mean, it's fun for boutique owners to hear that they love that, cut, like, people like you, customers, appreciate yeah. the curation that they've done and working with local people or working with special designers. Yeah. That's a place where, you know, they need to hear the feedback that that's something that women love, so. And it's kind of like a one of a kind, you know? Like, so that's not some machine just blasted it out which is fine too and I have plenty of those <laughs> but I, I love, love that. like that's just the one piece that I wear all the time that I, it's a staple and I love I love so. that um so lastly is if there's one thing and it we could have either talked about it or not but if there's like one thing that you feel like you want to leave with listeners to carry throughout their day after listening to this like what is that one piece that one nugget one you're never alone like we're never alone like and I always tell my kids Jesus lives in your heart like but we've got this massive spiritual community I like to think um around us whether it's angels or God or Jesus they're, they're with you throughout your day so I think that's so powerful and comforting like to just know that you're it can be feel really lonely especially as an entrepreneur or busy whatever like you don't have time to just but just knowing that you're not alone and that you can always connect to that mm. and to me that connection comes through meditation but I mean even if you sit for one minute and just breathe you'll feel that yeah and just knowing my Angela said um Oprah asked her one time she said did you ever get nervous going on stage and talking to people and she said no because it, I knew I was never up there alone. She said, I knew that all the people that came before me, meaning you know, great, great, great grandparents and aunts and uncles and all these people in spirit were there and they had molded her to the person she was that day, which I loved that. Like, I thought that was so amazing. So she said, when I'm on stage, I just envisioned thousands of people up there with me that made me who I am. So I thought that was really neat. So good, we're never alone. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Oh, that's such a good note to end on. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I know so many people are going to have really good feelings after this and they're going to love it. So thanks for taking the time out of your crazy day. (laughs) Did you love this episode as much as I did? Head over to iTunes and rate and review the Boost Your Boutique podcast so more amazing and creative boutique owners like you can find out about it. And don't forget, Head over to BoostYourBoutique.com to learn more.